so this is a special episode of cast of characters we're actually recording from eyebrow energy studio with my friend kim we also have a couple of guests you might hear on the call including her nephew and her husband lj so give us a listen okay, let's see so one of our topics this week um did you all see the dennis rotman video where he got himself uh, disturbed and emotionally upset well, he was really it's disturbed. He was very passionate, I would say, about his relationship with the people. Absolutely. I over saw there. The video. <laughs> um, the video is a very soft, sensitive subject for me because Dennis Rodman's a Taurus. Okay. And we take all things over here personal. And so whenever there's a Scorpio in the news, I let him know y'all been acting up. And so Dennis got the crying carrying on, and I knew um, I had to tell him, remind him that Dennis was a Taurus. Okay. And I didn't really want to let that out. I'm not sure why Dennis performed the way he did. He acted such a nut, his bottom lip shivered. <laughs> well, 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 hey. well, well, Dennis knows in 15 minutes, he got a chance to get those 15 minutes again, that fame. And that could catapult him into a whole lot of other stuff, man. Just that passion that he expressed it towards his buddy, um... Kim Jong. Kim. Jong. <laughs> Another Kim. He's he been trying to tell everybody, you know, to do pretty cool, you know what I mean? But I guess a lot of people miss the exposure. But part. are drugs a factor? Because he has <laughs> a history of drug abuse. And a I watched him... Yeah. I watched him on um, the rehab show because I used to watch that because it was always so painful. And he, yeah, it was hard to tell. Yeah, so I definitely think there's probably some drugs in in play. Um, But I think his passion, I'll speak. As a Taurus? I'll speak as a Taurus for this. Now, I do know we love unity and connection. And somewhere, if he saw his boy Kim, he could reach him. Maybe he could work this. He heard about being a delegate. What is Kim? What is Kim to do it. I don't know. I don't know that. I've looked that up before. I think he's a Capricorn. He probably Let me check it though. Probably but Kim Jones is a Capricorn. Okay. So I could see him and Donald, him and Dennis Rodman really being friends, really having a a flow because Kim Jong Un. But I they don't speak the same language. No, they definitely don't speak the same language. <laughs> Um, no, they don't speak the same language. I think he, I, I think Dennis Rodman saw space to win. And, did know, he, did, did, did he, did he over embellish? He embellished for sure, but did he over embellish? Embellish what? Their did connection? He, their connection. No, or, I, think they're, I think they're probably connected. Um, you know, I don't know what he had to do with this meeting. Nothing. Uh-huh. But we're talking about the drama that he exposed right. with the shivering lip. <laughs> was that over or was that warranted? Um, it was extra. Definitely extra. Definitely. Well, yeah. he's extra. And he way was extra when he played basketball, too, though. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's, that's his. For God, he wore wedding dresses and colored hair. Yeah. High heels and married himself. Yeah. He did marry himself in China somewhere. Is that just self love? You know that? That could be self love. No, I do believe it's nothing wrong with being self to having your own self love. You didn't see what did it? So we've got a millennial in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. Himself. They didn't know Dennis Rodman had performed. And he invited the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hello. He showed up. 
So this topic is courtesy of the Red Table Talk. A couple of things. We were talking about the, the differences between how men and women are looked at in this world in terms of a few things. One was physical appearance. So Willow Smith, Will and Jada's daughter, decided she wasn't going to shave under her arms anymore. And it was, it was transient. It was some months, though, because she had a nice little buildup because she showed it. Um, so it had to have been like, I don't know. She had been working on that for about about six months. Had you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very uh, disconcerting for her grandmother, who was like, that's just nasty. Her mom, you know, Jada is very liberal. So she's like, it's whatever you want to do. And she just decided that it just wasn't, why was it necessary? Why did she have to do that? Right. Um, and I agree. Mine is shaving my legs. I, that's just a, that's a process. And I just don't understand why I have to do that. Um, and I'll just put on some pants. Forget it. Absolutely. But if I have on a dress or a skirt, I do feel like I got to now. So, and it takes time to get that done. Or you have to like walk around with that stinky nair on because nair stinks. When you it smells up like the whole house when you put spray in there on and you know it's just a mess, or you go get waxed or whatever you do. So, if we are feminist, mm-hmm. or if we are you know love ourselves, then why do we still do those things? Is it because we actually like them, or is it because we've been groomed to think we're supposed to like them? It's just like like. For a woman, like, it's just some things that you're supposed to do. Like, yeah, it's just it? some things that you're supposed to keep up. Her like, what? You being it's a woman, like. It's I, in the Quran. Nah, it's not. But, like, there's just certain. Me as a man, like, I would want my female to have shave underarms. Like, I can't lay up, lay up under you, like, with your arm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Baby shaved it up for me and had it look around, you know, like. <laughs> but is that just because that's what you were taught it's supposed to look like? Nah, it's just like I I I I, I wouldn't feel comfortable laying down like laying up under my girl and she had like hairy oh, underarms, yeah. like. But I, I just were, couldn't but get comfortable. Where did that come from? You think you came uh, here feeling that way? I, I think it's just certain things that did, did we a female that, that supposed to do it. supposed to be shaved, or that just something. Do you think, I mean, with do you with think hair, Eve sharpened a, a a piece of rock to shave on her arms? Uh, I don't know about Eve, but <laughs> a certain like right? you get musty. Like if you got hair, okay. you gonna get musty. Like well, do you get? So you feel like you stink more I, than you want Hell yeah, does. I get musty sometimes. I got to put on deodorant, like, well, especially when I'm at work. But if you got that bush, baby, you... But don't you have a bush in your work with yours? Right. But I have that, to put that, on that deodorant. That is one. We, not, we have deodorant. We can buy it. But, like, just <laughs> that, just to me, for the look at you, like, you got that little, little hair sticking out, like... <laughs> okay, so it's, it's, it's unattractive <laughs> to you, and you don't know where it comes from, but it's unattractive I, to you. Probably just... Me seeing my mom, like... Okay, so model behavior. That's the point. Model behavior. You saw this. That's what you decided was normal. And so now anything else is not right. Right. Nah, it's just... That's what happened, though. So you feel like people in other countries, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know that I'm shaving other countries. 
Yeah, and they're used to it, right? And that men mm-hmm. lay up under them, and they're fine with it. Yeah. So that's your culture. That's just but what you're used like to. Like six or five other women too. Oh my god! <laughs> <That has nothing. laughs> so it, it's kind of a trade off. I, I, I see what you. I know what you're <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so you know, Kim. <laughs> yes. Do you consider yourself a feminist? I do. I consider myself. Um, I just want what's right. Okay, so do you feel like it should be optional, or we should protest it, or what? what I think all things are optional. It's all, okay. It's and I I think more about this now because I have a four year old daughter, and. There's a couple of things. Of course, I can teach her hygiene on how to shave and how to do this and that. But I also want to teach her, if that's not what you want to do, don't do it. And that doesn't make you less than a person if you don't Or do less it. of a woman. Less it of a doesn't woman. Make it doesn't make you less, less of anything. Mm-hmm. Now, we can have preferences, preferences. And if you're going out to the beach today, yeah, you can go ahead and get that maybe. But it doesn't make you less than. You shouldn't so be ashamed of it. Like, it's all, all kinds of double standards. So we, we've been living the double standard. I want to break the double standard. Yeah. I want to teach if you want your arms hairy, fine. Yeah. You'll figure that out. You know, that that's probably seasonal too. But it's very important raising a daughter that you teach her who she is, her whole self is enough. Whether you got a bush under your arms, your hair's big and kinky afro. Whoever you are in your oneness is enough. Because we're told all day long, especially as black women, that we're not. We got to do this. Our hair needs to be straight. You can't definitely have no haircut like this. You know, you need to wear this outfit. You need to wear that. And all that to me is not, is not, we got to figure out how to slow that down and making it so mandatory. There's got to yeah. be some liberal rules. I think that was what Jada's thing was. Cause, okay, so update Willow Shave. Okay. <laughs> she said summer so is here. I do. Because, and you know what? You I shaved today. But that's the struggle in my brain. It's like, I know some things don't make sense. But I've been raised this way. And I'm doing it to myself thinking this don't make no sense. But I've been seasons where I didn't. I mean, I may go a couple months. Yeah. In, or, a, in the wintertime. Yeah, really? So you go months without shaving? I might not be months, but my husband might pull my chain on and be like, hey. It may not be completely, yeah. Yeah. First of all, so do you do, do does it get bush stage or just love, love? No, cuz it's, it's going to take a long stage. time to get to there. a bush stage. Yeah. I've never gotten bush stage there. there. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know another story, nephew. Right. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I, I so you know so when you so get when you get a wife and it's okay, like November and all she wearing sweaters if y'all live in like you know up north especially you, you might realize that and ask her if you can shave it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We gonna be cutting up. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, like, bright, yeah. yeah, that's my point. <laughs> oh, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> the point is, it doesn't make her less than a woman. Right. And a lot of things have been defined that make us less than women. And women, we attach to that stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, as far as like you having your own clothes and like, you ever seen Miss Avery? You ever seen Miss Avery? Nah. Oh no! I I did see a young lady at, at a birthday party who had armpit hair and it threw me off. This is uh, just yesterday. There was this whole um, story going around about the baby daddy card. Did you hear about that? You didn't no. hear about that? No. So Target had on its shelves a Father's Day card that was produced by American Greetings. On the front cover. 
it says baby daddy and there's a picture of a black man and woman embraced on the inside it says something like you know you're a great caregiver a great husband it's a nice sentiment on the inside but before you get to the inside you look at the outside and it says baby daddy with a picture of a a black couple embraced on the front so people were offended black people particularly were offended and um, Target pulled the card, American Greetings pulled the card, um, and it's a question of, you know, it's this whole tongue-in-cheek thing, like, I, I get what they were, you know, they, they were trying to be cute in a way, but they tried it too much, like, they, they really tried it. Now, for me, it was the visual, because if you had done the same thing and not put, in a, put a couple on there or put multiple men's pictures of different shades on there, I might have bought the card myself because it might have been kind of cute in a cheeky kind of way, you know, if you like that kind of humor. Because uh, I like a humorous card, you know. But the fact that there was a black couple on it, to me, implies that those are the relationships that we have, not marriages, that we have, you know, just children together. Absolutely. Um, like I said, until you read the inside of the card and understand that, that it was supposed to be a husband card. So, are we too sensitive to that? And or is it the job of these companies to be culturally sensitive on all ends like that? Are we culturally insensitive to other people or only sensitive about ourselves? So, I know I'm racially sensitive. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I'm watching for it. I'm checking for it. Um, this is definitely some Caucasian humor. I can see um, where it may can be de- thought of as a husband. Um, but someone went extra. If there's a black couple on the cover, um, I didn't see a black cover on the cover of that one, but... You're you're going too far. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see them in the background. Got it. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think it's their job to be racially sensitive. I think us job, our job is to be conscious consumers, uh-huh. and whoever is doing insensitive things towards our culture, don't support them. So does that mean you can no longer go to Target or you can no longer buy an American Greetings card? That means everybody needs to be called out. Target needs to know that it hurt. American Greetings needs to know that it hurts. And we need to make decisions on the companies that we support. Um, I don't think it's their job to, um, to monitor this. I think really they've made such a living off doing this, making the joke of it. Because don't they all have a marketing department and a brand to protect? I think so. But I think we are more so. We need, I'm more focused on us managing where our dollars are going to support yeah. whoever is doing whatever. Or but not I, I think this highlights that they need to have more diversity at the table when they are in production phases so that these things don't creep out. So that kind of makes them need have the need to include people 
in that process? Like, who was there to sign off on this card? Yeah. Do you need to have a bigger group of people signing off on your cards? I, I definitely think American Greetings is a big enough company where they should manage this. They should have a diverse group monitoring what they've got going on. But going deeper, I just don't think we need to worry about American greeting. I think we have plenty artists and poets and writers that we have our own stuff where we create our own stuff and not have to worry about someone else being sensitive. I I more so go there. Do you not support Target? Um, You know, Target's done a lot of shady things in the past. So they're a company we should watch out for too. I'm more about managing our own. Okay. Take it back on that. That was going to be my next point. As far as the whole baby daddy card and everything else. You know, this takes me back to a memory. I was going to work at the hospital that I worked at doing residency. And... Seven o'clock in the morning. I'm not here for the foolishness at all. And a non-black female was bumping her music loud in the morning, probably just got off of her nursing shift. And it was Kanye's gold digger. Mm. And she said there was magic words of the chorus. And I was waiting for I was waiting. If you know the song, she ain't messing with her broke. And I looked at her and she said it. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock in the morning. And I was like, not today, Satan. But how can I get mad when y'all recorded it and put it out there for the general public? Why shouldn't she be singing along? So then I got mad at Kanye. And I still still don't regret being mad at him because I was done with him when that song came out. Now, do I say the word? Yes. Um, In certain spaces, there are secluded. Um, I don't say it in general areas or areas of what I call mixed company because I don't want to give anybody else that comfort to say it back. Um, But if we say things like call people our baby daddy in front of other people and then they use it back, then how can we get mad? Yeah, I I have a couple examples of that. I was... um, my first Jay-Z concert, I went to um, at the House of Blues and we're down in kind of the mosh pit, the general area. Cool crowd, but Jigga, my aunt came on and 75% of the crowd was other. Yeah. And the whole crowd is bumping it, loud, screaming it, saying it. Um, I'm younger, so I didn't really know how to handle it. I left. Yeah. I left the building because, um, I had to go process that. How did that make me feel? Am I mad at Jay-Z? Am I mad at this building? Who are these people? (laughs) It's on the song. They buy it. You know, it was just all this stuff. That's what's making Jay-Z and Beyonce rich. That's what's made it. And so that was a thing for me. That was a problem. Um. I still don't know how to process that. I also know that. I've been called the nigger by a white man in my face at, at a, yes, at the, casino. at the casino. And in that second when he did it, it had zero power over me. Yeah. And I want to figure out how to 
live in that space where that word don't have no power. Yeah. Um, because in our community, it, it, it's almost synonymous with love yeah. um, and not all the other things that people have put to it. Um, but it's a thing. It's a it's something. Well, beyond that word, though, like the term baby daddy. Why there's some things yeah. that we do. But if you do it back, you're not supposed to do that. That's for us to do. But you can't do it back. Well, I think it's hard to regulate words and calling people baby daddy and this and that. That's why you have to take the power away from it. Um, it doesn't mean what they would want it to mean to me. So then the card should be okay. So, like I said, I think the card is American Greeting made the card, Target sold the card, somebody saw the card was shady. That's us protesting American Greeting and Target in finding a way to buy our own. We have too many artists and poets in this space to be worried about what the hell American Greeting is doing. The problem is, though, mass production. I get because it. Because without mass production, you can't lower the cost. So I'm in a space where I want to create, I'd love to be a part of creating where it is easier to mass produce things for us. Um, that's how this is going to work. Yeah. We're going to have to get our own stuff. We can't run around here regulating what people are saying and writing and getting mad about it and all that stuff. They don't give a shit and we've known that. Yeah. So don't placate it. We want them to get a diversity director and have someone approve and... Yeah, right, maybe. How about we get take our artists and writers and create our own American greeting? Okay, but that is going to, that's segregation. I believe in segregation. So I honestly I, believe I segregation is one of the worst things that happened to Desegregation. us. Desegregation. Right. Yes. I understand exactly what you're saying, but that is where I'm of two minds completely. Um, because when you are not at the table. You're on the menu. So if you are not present for what's happening, you may realize that you're on the menu the whole time. And we're away from the table. We're missing what's happening. I feel I worked in a bubble for a while where I didn't see anybody white for weeks to months. And I was missing so much of what was going on even within my own organization because of the table I was sitting at. I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, I'm, I'm better than this. And there, a lot of us were sitting at the same, you know, there's a book, Why Do All the Black Kids Sit Together in the Cafeteria? We were sitting at the same table and missing all the other stuff that was on the menu because we weren't moving. Yeah, I, I, I want to, I think we're supposed to be at the table to get the information but to come back and manage your own. I'm there. So somebody has to live in both worlds. Well, whether it's live in both worlds or get that information, however we get it. You can't get it without being well, in there. Well, let's get on up in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's infiltrate so it. Somebody has to be in the world. But go in the world with the mindset I'm coming out to build my own. If, if we're looking at solving something, you know, I just think black people are in a... I think people of color or in a position that the only way to come out of this is to provide and be sustainable for ourselves. Yeah. And that's creating our own damn greeting cards, not crying about that one. Yeah. Now, as far as industry as a whole, like, there's some stuff you're going to have to, it's going to be hard to create a 
I own pharmaceuticals. I own this. I own that. It's, it, that's hard. You know, there are some entities where it's going to be hard to divide it. Absolutely. It would be hard because it's almost yeah. like stepping off the grid. Yeah. You know, and so there's that's some Welcome things. to Wakanda, basically. Absolutely. And so, but I'm where I feel like we have enough knowledge to build our own grid. She's 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 with the Wakanda forever, y'all. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with. It. <laughs> she's with forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> In line with what we were just talking about, our own our own behavior, our own self deprecating behavior. So, like some of our behaviors that when we see it bounce back, we get offended. But it's the stuff we're doing, like you know, somebody made the comment that. Black women use that term baby daddy and baby mama. We say that about each other. And we shouldn't even say that about each other. Um, and when you hear it come back, it's offensive. Now, me and you may not use it because we don't have those situations. But we live in a community where it is still, he just a baby daddy to me or blah, 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 whatever. Um, not only that, but other things that we do and say... You said we should just start to not care. But how can you? That's to yes, your goal. Right now, you're racially sensitive. Your goal is to become uncaring about race. No, my goal is to become uncaring about what other people think, care, think of our race. Right. So your goal is to embrace your race and not care what anybody else thinks. So just promoting cultural awareness and not caring about the thoughts of others. No. Okay. Doesn't matter. It's all lies anyway. It's all lies. Okay. So, in doing so, how are you, for example, there are some of us who get touchy, or used to, probably not as much anymore, about interracial dating. Um, Especially, like, when it comes to, as it gets closer to home. Um, Do you feel like we should, at this point, not care at all? about who your daughter ends up dating will you be have any feelings about it if she does not want her african prince or her king would you have any feelings about it i absolutely would have feelings you would have feelings about how i would go about expressing those and would they matter with her i don't know but i would for sure have some feelings about it um and this is coming from watching a nation a government society that does not care about people of color but if that man cares about your daughter why should it matter what the rest of the nation is thinking so i i don't well one it would matter because he's a part of the nation (laughs) it's it's very real to me it would matter um i do think there are individuals that go beyond the thought of you're just a black person. But overall, it is a thing and we need to look at it as like that. So it would bother me for a minute. Would I probably grow to love him? I'm sure. Right. You know, would I embrace him? And if that's her decision, would he be a part of our family? Absolutely. But right now in 2018, when I think of building my family, I think of building a space and a community of people that look like us and that want to support us, and we all want to grow some black excellence. Right. So I understand. I, I probably would have a, 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 a feeling just because of my history and where I come from. But then the other part of me is like, well, 
if we're all equal, why? If, if the whole protest is, is we're all equal, then why should it matter to me so much? And I do believe that we're all one human race. Um, I think that we've, it has mattered for so long, separating those thoughts from how we're looked at in this society is going to take some time. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic that it will change. I hope that my four-year-old isn't having these same conversations. I'm 44 today. I hope she's not having these same conversations at 40. Mm-hmm. And all I want to do is create, do as much as I can do so she's not having those conversations. And so that's where all this comes from. So how are you going to, what are you doing to make sure she doesn't have those conversations? I know you do a lot of cultural education to a diverse audience. So I, I, one thing I do with my son and my daughter is just show them who they are and how beautiful they are Mm -hmm. from their intellect to their everything, everything, show them how beautiful our people are, um, from photos to inventions to we are whole, we have done this. Um, I have to show them their power, their worth, all that matters. Um, and so that's what I do with my kids, but with a, with a non Brown audience, I just share with them how, um, one, how privileged they are because a lot of people don't see their privilege how privileged they are. Um, I share with them things that we have to go through that they don't even think about because of their privilege. Um, I'm in a space where I I can have open dialogue conversations like that. And so that's important to me that if we share and expose others their privilege, that should hopefully bring some sensitivity and some compassion in this area um, of us dealing with our racial issues. Thank you.